All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to discuss uh, GAC, I guess. Zareth, how's it going? Oh, uh, good. Do we ever actually talk about GAC, or do we just talk about like the new random crap that comes out? It's mostly the new random crap now. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Remember when this podcast started and it was... It was a TW and GAC podcast. I yeah. remember that. Pepperidge re- Farm I, remembers. <laughs> everyone remembers that. Yeah. yeah. Except not a. Yeah. I mean, it, we talk about that stuff. Uh, I mean, the thing about this game, it, what's interesting to me is people are like, really? Like, when I tell them I have a podcast or whatever and they ask what it's about, I'm always like, well, um, you know, we, we talk about the game and, you know, obviously, and, like really like okay so you probably only have like a like a 30 minute podcast or something like that they always project like you can't they're just very dismissive if they don't know about the game like they can't be that much new stuff every week right or like you do it every couple weeks and i'm like no it's two hours every single week seriously i'm like yeah somehow that happened Uh, you know just like somehow emperor palpatine is back uh there is the running joke of there was like eight episodes in a row where we're like yeah we don't have that much to talk about two and a half hours later we're like oh wow we filled that time huh (laughs) oh man there there is just i mean and that's good i yeah i I played other games where i'd be like i don't have something to talk about for two hours every single time like right it's a lot to there's a lot to say though like we were just saying before we started there's a lot to talk about today. There, there's a ton of stuff. Like people are like, there's not much new stuff going on. I'm like, man, especially with now with datacrons, there, there's just always new stuff to talk about. There, yes, there, there always will be. There's going to be a new thing every. Well, now I guess it's every every other month. Um, but I mean, right. I've watched and done some stupid things today. With with just a simple level six datacron from set four. Oh man, set set four is gonna. I don't know. Set four is more impactful than set three. I feel like. Set four is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it's fine. It's uh, it's just. I mean, set. I I feel like. The set three, well, I, we got a few things, I guess. You know what the most annoying thing actually in set three? I'll just whine for a minute. Um, is is nice sister initiate? <laughs> yes, yeah, the one that I will never have. Yeah, I, I I was looking into it and just just to see how much it would cost me to do it, and I'm like, man, that that would cost me way too much, like. I'd probably have to spend a hundred bucks to get it. And and so for several months now, my my Kraken uh compatriots are going to have a crazy advantage when I have to fight them. Like I I think that's the only way my last opponent I guess we'll find out, but I think my last opponent cleared me uh be only because of that. Yeah, Con. probably. Yeah. Um and I mean good for them they (laughs) i don't know what else to say to it i mean in theory everybody has the option to do it in in practice 
I mean, it just isn't realistic for me. Like, I thought about it. I legitimately thought about it because I have two Night Sister ones, and I was like, yeah. well, I can't do Initiate right now, but what if I want to do it in the future? Should I roll a Night Sister one? And I was like, that's probably just a waste of data cash for me. True. Man. <laughs> Lodage in chat saying, uh, can't beat the level six Empire Datacron on Lord Vader in Arena. I just level six Empire Datacron on Lord Vader is I, I don't I don't we have four months of madness ahead of us. We we do. I'm so glad nobody's figured out in my arena yet. Um, I still think Supreme Leader Kylo with Watt, Doc, and Zombie should um, should beat it. Because he doesn't really care about the AoEs, and then when he gets ability block, you just go into ultimate. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, gosh, just a level 6, like level 9, he's going to get yeah. his... I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like 3v3, I guess he'll be a little bit more... I don't know if he'll be more manageable. Probably. Just yeah. reset his cooldowns less? No? He'll get them pretty quick. Uh, No, he'll still... Because he applies 3 debuffs on his AoE. So right. that's 3-6-9. In, in 3v3, it's 9. Yeah, it's a whole mess. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, you're not going to want Darth Vader <laughs> on that team. <laughs> so, at least that'll happen. You won't have Darth <laughs> Vader with Lord Vader in uh, Grand Arena. Yay, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I just don't... Yeah, I, I'm hoping if Spree Leader Kylo doesn't beat that team, but, but like my alt, I, I have no idea what I'll do against Lord Vader. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I don't, that's fair. I, I don't have Kylo. I, I just I no recourse. Uh, yeah. Um I mean can Fennec still do it? If you if you have the Bamcron, the cooldown reduction, I feel like she still could. Yeah, I mean if he spams the AoE for ability block every time, that that might be a little rough. Yeah. Like once he gets his ult and he just spams the AoE. I guess, I'm guessing right. that that's his priority level, right? He just keeps spamming it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's right to left for him. So since it's the furthest, furthest right, it's what he'll do first. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're in a really, we're in a really interesting time period though, too, Solo, where right now for the next two days, we have four sets available, like only an arena really, but like there's four yeah. sets uh, of datacrons that we, we have to manage somehow and then then they'll delete them they'll auto delete but yeah i um i'm gonna be so happy when the stun cron leaves <laughs> and not even not even for gac like i really didn't care in gac um but for arena when i want to test stuff against jmk and like all week i'm like oh i want to test this i want to test this but the bastard has a stun cron damn it <laughs> so annoying um, so it'll be nice to have it gone. Um, I can see that, I guess. I yeah. I like the I, I'm I'm gonna miss the Ray one. I, I only recently realized how fun it was on offense. 
And once I discovered that, man, I, I was starting to do some really cool stuff. Like to me, cool. I was like, oh, you know, I was personally like, this is cool. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can understand why people want it gone. I think, yeah, I mean, the Stuncron stuff, like the Inquisitors, I don't know, they're going to be a new brand of annoying now. Like the Stuncron it's... stuff was was pretty rough, though. Yeah, I mean, they got me, they got me a couple wins this season. Um, they're, yeah, they are Empire, though, so we're going to have a brand new type of Inquisitor team. I wonder how premeditated that was. Like they, they were like, "Oh yeah, we really need to make sure the grand, you know, that that we're, um, you know, that the Inquisitors are still going to have Datacrons that are relevant." Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, they clearly they clearly had a plan from the beginning. At least for the, it wouldn't surprise me if they have a plan for the first six. Um. So it's probably planned out yeah well yeah you know inquisitors now i wonder what the next set is i'm wondering if it's going to be unaligned force users <laughs> just in time for ben swallow um right uh, but but if that's the case you know could be interesting and it could also just break things like circulars are already awesome right or uh fulcrum in gac already awesome or tw sorry um mm, true enough. Uh, unaligned force users could get could get really ugly <laughs> thesis can have her day in the sun yeah i guess this is really her her couple days in the sun pretty soon i'm, I'm curious to see if swallow's just going to lock her up again if he's just going to go on the Star killer team there's not really any overt synergy there i just kind of hope he does anyways because i mean but i i don't think he will no because what what i mean what in his kit would really help the star killer team i mean it's, i'm not saying it's going to be bad but right. oh no i mean i think you're right i just um i hope you're not so yeah I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, for my main account, he'll just go with Ray, and it'll just be like, oh, hey, look at that, like right. Ray with her additional slot. Like that's that's just what happens, you know. Like, like Cat just doesn't leave Kenobi's team. I don't. I don't really think of her as a different character than Kenobi. Really, this is a two part kit in a lot of ways. Yeah, right. I, I honestly think, based on the kit, that's that's how it's going to be with Ray and Swallow. Oh yeah, you're just never gonna see them apart from each other. Yeah, which I don't know if that should bother me or not. Um, I don't think it should, honestly. Because well. he literally had other than Star Killer, there's zero synergy that he could fit with any other team except for a JTR team. <clears throat> so it's not like Maul or Cat where both of them can just kind of be used in like any number of teams. It's including, including their own when it comes to ball for swallow. Right. It's kind of like you take him off of a right team and he loses half his utility. I think so. Yeah. It's kind of like Kersantan. Uh We don't even know the Java kit. I can already tell you Kersantan's going to live with Java though. Cause he doesn't live anywhere else. 
Oh yeah, well they designed the two characters so far, the the Scando, Skiffguard Lando and um, yeah. Kersantin to go with them. I mean, I I've barely even thought about the the Scando Datacrons. I should probably get one though. You know, like I should probably yeah. get a Datacron because I'll probably have Lando or sorry, I'll probably have Jabba in the next 4 months. Yep. And then I'll want that for Jabba. Like that that might be the Jabba cron really yeah or at least for a while it could yeah it very well could be um <clears throat> i mean it can't hurt to have it anyway i mean it it could if i have to spend money to get it but yeah you're right <laughs> fair touche <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah i i i really only plan on having two smuggler Crons. Um, are you gonna get the the um veteran han one probably not probably not um because i don't know where i would use them but uh, just frankly if i get the dash bonus turn one and i get one for skiff lando like where where am i using vet han yeah i mean he ramps up damage pretty like he'll, he'll turn into a pretty like he'll, he'll ramp up damage pretty quick just because his aoe is going to give him an initial 50 percent offense the first time he does it but you're right i mean i i don't really know at first i was like oh he could be so good with dash if we just and, and i was like oh wait we can't use two datacrons on one team <laughs> <laughs> right i did for a while i thought about using him on a ray team and if I have enough resources, maybe I'll do that just, you know, for the hell of it. Um, but there's so many Empire Datacrons that I want to build because the Empire touches so many different teams that you, you're going to want a ton of level sixes for Empire that I don't know if it's worth the resources to build up a Vet Han one. And then, and then I need to relic him up to seven. Ah, see, mine's already set six. Like he's he's been like a passive project for a while for me because I yeah. well because we have so many scoundrel teams. It, like uh, he just fits in really nicely when I'm like, oh, I need someone here who's actually half decent, not just some random relic three. That like someone who can actually you know have a bigger datacron if I want. Someone who's actually going to do some damage and like he slots in really well. So yeah, I have I have him at five. I have him at five. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it's only two levels, but considering how many, um, how many relics I'm giving out from between Malgus and like through Jabba, I don't know if it's going to be worth two extra because I don't have the resources for that quite yet. That's true. Yeah, I've been taking it slow. I really need some Electrium for Jabba, though. Like, I, I've been working on, on yeah. C-3PO right, lately. I have I have enough material for all of the current requirements. So, when the next set comes, I guarantee you I'm going to need Electriums and Zinbiddles. Um, but mm. for all the current requirements, I have enough. Right, that's just relics, or do you have the gear to get Scando up to gear thirteen as well? I and, have, and yeah, I have everything except for the sh the um the shards 
and I need one more G12 plus piece, but I'll I'll have that by Thursday, which I'm guessing is when we get the next set of requirements. So it, it's just one piece. I sh should be able to make that happen without too much of an issue. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. What? I guess. So when is the? When are the Inquisitors? When is um? When are we gonna get the the event for that? Do you know uh, which when, event? Oh, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, I'm I'm just all over the place. I apologize. Um, do you know think, when that is? Uh, I think it should be towards the middle to end of September. Oh, was it that long ago? It was the end of June. So if you do three months out, it should be end of September. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, my alt my won't be ready. I don't even think I'll have them all farmed up to seven yeah. stars yet. Well, Fifth Brother is just, frankly, sitting his hindquarters at three stars forever. <laughs> like, I, I went through too much of a headache trying to get Starkiller. Like, Starkiller's made a huge impact on that account. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like, the lack of relics for that many months was just... It hurts. really painful it was like it was painful yeah. for my main but I, I could supplement that with a little bit of cash like with uh you know as a whale at least but as, like as just a free to play with with no relics to speak of on that account <laughs> yeah it's it's been painful man it's it All is right. super i'm like nest nest saved me has saved me so much lately and i'm like you'd be doing so much better you would you'd say to be saving me so much more if you were like more than relic three <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i can't i can't i have to i have to put uh i have to put relics on cassian uh yep yeah you do that's <laughs> that is a fact I'll, I'll tell you what though i use the adrad team my gear 11 adrad team without the omicron without anything on offense uh last night and yeah i mean it was in a losing action but it was against a crazy account which I, i'm fine with it but we, we managed to clear but that that team has legs, man. I'm, it does, I'm really, yeah. I'm very, I'm pleasantly surprised by how good Adrad has been. Yeah, no, he is. He's definitely got some legs. Um, yeah, that that's it's an interesting team um, because you and I talked about it off stream briefly. But he on defense really helped you, except for mm -hmm. he can be so easy to beat at the same time like sure. bad batch against Adrad is just an embarrassment um like you don't need to go first you don't need to go second you just need to go and the second echo takes a turn it's like oh you guys were a team that's that's cute right well that's not at a panic moment because I, I used yeah. bad batch on them and the ability blocked echo before i could go yeah and like it's a two-turn ability block and I managed to problem solve my way through it, just mostly just button mashing, but you know, <laughs> but I figured it out. And, yeah. and then I was like, oh, okay, another happy landing, good to go. But it, it was, it was pretty scary at first. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're right. Like, so one of the things that I just want to shout out to the whole community, thank God for the shock T plus bad batch on defense fad that's been going on <laughs> because right, <laughs> I've, I've gotten 64 or 65 on that squad every time. And 
<laughs> it, it saved me so it saved my ad red teams in fact it's gotten me so many holds with ad red right. just like this, this is magic please keep doing this this fad is amazing <laughs> it's like it's... when people were separating darth revan from like bastion malak oh whatever, yeah you know yeah it's like, like keep it up guys that's that's cool keep it up <laughs> this, this is a fad i can get behind <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's yeah we see it all the time in TW, too, where you have even more teams. Because in, at least in GAC, there's 11 teams. Like in TW, I think I see it every other every other war. And you only need to place eight teams on defense, which means you have a million on offense when you're at RGP level. And it's like, oh, cool, you put this in the back. Thank you. Thank you for that 20. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was solid. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was very nice of you. Um God. yeah and it's funny because i honestly don't think the turn meter i i think that's kind of the trap that people fall into they're like let's give adrad a ton of turn meter and if you don't have bad batch that makes a ton of sense i think if you have bad batch like don't even give them a crown i i mean give them a crown but it's kind of like a eh, all right that was here's here's your here's your gift um you can have one gift today. It, it will be different in three v three, I think. Like Bad yes. Batch can still beat Radis, but it's not even. It's not nearly the the like. Oh yeah, easy easy win kind of thing. As right, you know. Like I I saw people. I've even done it myself against Adrad. I mean, maybe I was just doing it wrong. Maybe other people were doing it wrong. It's a fairly new team still to figure out. But three v three Adrad uh, terrorized me. Actually, I think I lost a match because of him. In fact, last three v three, like he's he can be a scary guy if you don't have the right team to counter it. He's he's like Geo's. He's like a new version of Geo's where if you don't have the right counter, um, you're not getting through. Like if you do have the right, right. counter, fairly easy, and you're like, oh, that, what was the problem? But <laughs> right, yeah, um, like you're not and, zerging and, him down. No, no, you generally are not. Not generally, um, right. Yeah, it's God. All these teams, all these new teams are gonna transition into three v three and they're just completely gonna be different. <laughs> just comp- like inquisitors in three v three are just gonna be everyone puts them on defense and I got so everyone says that they're easy to beat, and they are kind of easy to beat. If you have your Sith trio and Varus, they're fairly easy. Uh or ironically, if you have Adrad. It beats them fairly easy. Um, hmm. But then you get to 3v3 and like everything beats them. It's it's kind of funny. Beats the Inquisitors? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I've never actually, I know that I was supposed to, but like it never fell out. I, I kept my, I kept my Treya team about half the time this, this uh, 5v5 season. And it never happened that people, like all my opponents, I was the only person who didn't have the Inquisitor level nine cron. Like I, yeah. I just didn't ever get it. Um, uh, but uh, anyways, I everyone has has the cron and half of the people keep it for offense, half of them keep it for defense. And I just never lined up. I never, I don't think I've ever at one point used Treya to counter Inquisition in fives. Oh, that's, I mean, that was my go-to counter just because it was so easy. I never had to worry about it. It was just, all right, here we go. 
Well, I mean, it, you're right. Like it, it is, and I kept it for that reason. And then people just kept like, you know, if everyone's unpredictable. They're like, I'm crazy, man. I keep being positioned <laughs> for offense. Uh, you know, and it's actually a good move. Like you kill General Skywalker pretty easy with that and everything um, with the five hundred first. But yeah, like I, I never was able to use it. I'm like, well, Treya, I guess go kill Dash or something. <laughs> go watch a uh, Star War. Not anymore. She won't. Maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's a totally. He's just gonna nuke Treya forever. It's gonna be sad. Yeah, I don't. I, well, actually, I do. I I, th- I feel fairly confident that Treya alone will not stop that. Like, not the current team being used, I should say. Um, just because you can ramp up their offense with the with set four. How about a Gar solo? That yes, that'll work. Um, oh, thank you for your input, Prime. I, I made Prime very happy. I, I sent him a video of Darth Vader beating Ray with Gar before <laughs> the stream. Um, nice. But yeah, yeah. Oh God, man. All right, so we probably should talk about set four a little bit. We've kind of been alluding to it, but mm-hmm. I mean, set four is just going to make a couple people just so stupidly OP. Um, Oh, uh, yeah. Like, specifically Darth Vader, Dash, Lord Vader, and E.P. Mara will be even more OP than they were before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they'll just be landing all their debuffs and reducing their own cooldowns. I read yeah. I read the thing wrong at first. I thought it was just, like, it could reduce their cooldowns by a maximum of one, is what I thought it said. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Nope. Every time, and that, that was false. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like even just reducing it by one was going to be a, pretty decent. But uh, yeah, like if they could just re- keep reducing it the way they have been, like, yeah, yep. they're just going to run the tables. It's it's going to be disgusting. Yeah, well, so you know what's, and if you're using this on defense, it probably doesn't matter. But on offense, you kind of have to pace how you're attacking so that you can keep the train going. Like you don't want to kill people too early. Mm-hmm. So when they start getting close, you have to stop using <laughs> AOEs and, you know, start focusing somebody else or something because that you can lose the turn meter train because you've killed two members of the team too fast. <laughs> now, against most teams, that probably doesn't matter. But when you're going up like against a Ray or, you know, a GL or something, that does actually matter and something that you want to pay attention to. It is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see. I, w- I want to see Ray, a Ray team with 100% dodge on it. <laughs> just so I can see the world burn. Just so I can see Starkiller teams go in and just auto- begin auto-whiffing immediately instead of at the end of the fight. For yep. the end, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I, I'm happy to report that I have, what, four Datacrons at level three or higher right now? And I think I've rolled dodge once and deflection twice. Uh, so that's what? Eight, nine, ten. I, I have ten rolls for stats, and I've three of the ten are dodge or deflection. Yikes. So it's not it's not coming up as like the most common one. 
my first two rolls were physical accuracy, both of them. I mean, that's not bad going into the dodge matter. Honestly, I mean, I, I think that if you're a spender, you should go for a ton of dodge. And, yes. may, and maybe if you, even if you're not a spender, if you can find a, one or two datacrons that have some dodge. But then, uh, honestly, I think that the better strategy is to just get a ton of accuracy ones so that you don't, you're not pulling your hair out when you're facing people with a ton of dodge. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think the most important level three is the if you get dodged, they gain evasion down and you gain accuracy. Like, I will take that all day, every day, please. Yeah. Um, oh, God, stupid. Uh, it's set four is going to be stupid. I am. So this next GAC will be the worst one because it'll have three sets active. And then at least next 5v5, it'll be down to only two. Oh. Which will probably be a relief because this 3v3 is going to be just just absurd. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss set two. Confession there. I'm, I'm going to miss set two. Like They had a lot of fun like a lot of the fun ones like cls is super fun mon mothma is super fun the two jedi you know the the jedi master luke and jedi knight luke like they're they're fun in my opinion like the turn meter crons can all go to hell and die because i'm sick of trying to uh, like i i can figure it out i can problem solve it and that that part has been a little bit fun but yeah yeah i i am gonna miss the cron like the fun crons i We'll be very happy to see JKL bonus turn leave this world. <laughs> uh, I have no problem, no problem saying that. JKL, your bonus turn. While I enjoy using you on offense, I will be very happy to never face you on defense ever again. Ever again. Because um, yeah. now we'll have Dash. <laughs> Oh, Dash is a hundred times worse, in my opinion. He is crazy. He, the way he, yeah. the way it looks like he works, at least, I'm like, well, I, I don't know how. I I actually don't think he is worse because JKL on a JML team just takes eight turns straight. But at least Dash is take a turn, you go, he goes, you go, he goes, and he can't stun lock the entire team. I mean, he can daze lock the whole team, but that's all. Yeah, but that's, I mean, depending on the counter, that's not as bad as not being able to take a turn. Right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still not going to be fun. I still don't know how to counter him without using Sith Eternal. Um, So there's that, but. I want to see him in 3v3 or 5v5 against a Vader team. Like Vader taking all his turns yeah. over Merciless and Dash is like, all <laughs> right, we'll keep going too. Oh was, man, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Also, one of the things that I was thinking of in 3v3, I, I don't know how good it's going to be, but really, like, if, if you have Dash with Han and Chewie, um, like, he could keep taking bonus turns, but you could just take basics and have them assist every time. <laughs> yeah. That's like, true. Like, like yeah. Chewie will get two assists every time, in fact. But, but you know, because yeah. 
he hits three times and all three of those times for every crit it calls someone to assist and so they'll be assisting the whole time and you know he'll just keep getting all these turns like it, it'll just be a non-ending like you could just basic them to death kind of yeah it's 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 gonna be so i like i like the fact that the meta is shifting but i do i'm glad that we're talking about new new teams that are important like it's legitimately adding fun to the game me testing darth vader today um but my god is it gonna be a nightmare (laughs) at the same time (laughs) just no other way to put it. It's just going to be a nightmare at the same time. Oh, I think the thing I'm the most concerned about, honestly, is what smaller accounts are going to experience. Because I've, uh, you and I have all the toys. We have the tools with our big accounts to be able yeah. to uh, problem solve. Like, we'll, we'll find something that beats Dash. Even if it has to be something expensive, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And... The question that I'll have then is like, what what do we do against um, like, or what what should, what are smaller accounts going to do? Like the Lord Vader one seems like if you don't have Supreme Leader Kylo, I I don't know what you do against that. Yeah, I genuinely don't know what to do against that. Um, I'm counting on Supreme Leader Kylo, and I think three v three, it's still going to be as bad Uh, (laughs) there's no other way to put it um but we'll see we'll see um yeah uh cg said that they they'd be like they like crumbs like well we could change things but you know or we could just wait for three months now we have to wait for four months like at some point, Lord, <laughs> Lord Vader's been ridiculous on defense. Anyways, he's been getting crazy numbers of holds. Yeah, with, yep. with the with the set one, and now with set four, it like they're specialized specifically for his two main factions. Instead of just like, oh, hey, like your cooldowns yeah. reset sometimes. It's like, you're, no, your cooldowns will reset every single time. And all the people around you are going to be super efficient as well. And you're just going to kill everyone. You're going to get your mastery boosted all the time. You're going to get yeah. your, you're going to get everything that you want, you can have. And <laughs> like people who have Lord Vader are just going to profit, like benefit for four months. They're just going to feast. Like I'll put them on defense and I'll be like, if you don't have, if you can't counter my Lord Vader with your first attack, then I'd probably win the whole match. Right. Enjoy, suckers. Um, that's oh. that's basically going to be what I say. Um, yeah. And if so, one thing that I noticed because now conquest is going, and I've made it. I, I've made it to the start of sector three, so I've hit the sector one and the sector sector two bonus nodes. It's very a. It's very clear that data cache is their limiting factor. Like I'm legitimately sure people are going to be buying the $40 pack just to get the data cash uh, that's mm-hmm. in the store right now. Um, because the sector one node gives out like none of it, like just, just none of it. Um, and then the sector two node gives out even less and then no other node gives it out. But what's interesting is the, 
the mats, like the the Mark One, the Mark Two mats, they are actually giving a decent amount out of them still. Like they said that they were going to reduce how much you could farm, uh, and you can notice that in the Datacrons. Like the Sector One node just doesn't like to give Datacrons that often, but I hit like the max amount of mats probably four times in Sector Two, so I got. In four fights, I got 80 of the Mark One mats. So I basically unlocked the level three in four fights. And in Sector 3, you can get up to 20 of the Mark Two mats and 20 of the Mark One mats at the same time. So I don't feel like they did actually reduce the number of uh, materials that you get from farming. They reduced the data cache. Like that's, I mean, that that's always been my limiting factor anyways. Right, but it's going to be more, because in the past you used to be able to hit 300k if you hit the Sector 5 node, right. and now the most, the most you can get is 150k. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, and now, now the time comes for them to release the, the gamble pack for that, you know? It is time. Well, so the thing is, they never did last season. Like, they never released that pack, and the cash was the limiting factor. So are they actually going to release it this time? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. my my gloomy side tells me that, of course, they're going to do that. They're trying to make money. But I, we, never, right. we never can predict what CG's going to do in terms of, like, what's a good business decision. Like, they clearly have clearly have their own ideas of what a good good business looks like and they i mean they have the numbers they they've seen the numbers with mm-hmm. all the doom and gloom from when datacrons were released all of the naysayers everybody saying the game is dead the game is dead yada 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 and at a time when the industry numbers have dropped across the board every single mobile game is losing losing playtime Mm-hmm. They still made over nine million dollars last month. <laughs> <laughs> I think they made about so, one million from my last opponent alone. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for all of that doom and gloom, they still made over nine million dollars in a month for a six-year-old game. Yeah, like, I, that's, that's you know. So, I I have to wonder if that's sustainable. Honestly, so yeah, you're right, and and I acknowledge that that you know, I think that it it seems like the predictions of total destruction of this game have been a little bit, or, or maybe even completely overrated, um, over overblown, overstated, whatever. Um, I do wonder though, like if everyone is like, are people going to keep spending at the rate that they have been on Datacrons? Uh, well, so we'll find out on Thursday, right? That's that's when the set. That's when we get all the materials back. Will be on Thursday. It might be Thursday into Friday at reset. I don't, you know, who knows what? Actually, they tell you what time it's gonna release. I can just look, but um, September seventh is the last day of set one. So, I think that will help determine. Uh, how much gets spent because we're we're going to get a lot of materials back and so 
you won't need to spend as much to get those materials. They'll still spend on the, um, they'll still spend it on the reroll mats. God knows they'll spend it on that, but you won't need to buy as many of the normal materials now. Hmm. Yeah. Uh I was wondering about that. Do you know? I've I've never known one way or another. Uh, do you know if they refund? Like, if you destroy, uh, you've rerolled eighty times on some random data cron yeah. for some reason. Do they refund any of those if you break it down? Not not if you manually break it down right now. Okay, I mean Who, their their breakdown might be totally different, of course. Right. Right. We have no, uh, legitimately no clue because CG refuses to communicate with us what the breakdown is going to be, even though they've been asked daily for three months. Um, and they just, you know, why communicate that with us? We don't need to know. Um, but so we'll just have to, we'll find out on our own. Of course. Right. So you're forcing the player base to just collect a ton of information to find out on our own for us, for them to say, well, we can't confirm that. Um, that's stupid. Like, why can't you tell us? I just, I don't understand that, especially two days beforehand. Like, we're going to find out in two days. Alleviate some of the stress. Tell us. It's not that big of a ask. <laughs> um. Well, they are that big of an ass. <laughs> yes yeah um, uh, that was maybe beneath me but i think that was <laughs> I, I wish i wish that they i do wish that they'd tell us more i my guess is that for them i envision it to be a huge headache to to probably say anything to to players like and yet they they kind of just undercut that notion like okay so my my vision of it is like okay you know, I want to tell the community that, you know, what the breakdown is for getting rid, or like, once once we break down datacrons, like, what, what are we going to, what are they going to expect? What, what should they expect? Right. And so I want to go tell them. And if I want to go tell everyone, first, I have to go find out, like, which build is actually going to be used and what they're actually going to do. And once I get that information, then I have to go and ask for permission for, and get, like, seven signatures and at the end of the day, after I've collected all these signatures from all these different people, and people are gone out of the office, they're not answering their emails, whatever. Uh, once they finally get all of that, like it's it's an exhausting process. I, I would just assume that, you know, then you have to type up those post and, you know, put it out there. And then sometimes it's wrong and people get mad at you anyways. Like I, I would imagine there's just a lot of incentive to just like, eh, they'll find out when they find out. Right, but that's not how you should want to run a business. Like, it's right. not like it's a new question. It's not like we're asking about, like, complex mechanics of three characters interacting. The day that they announced that set one was going to um, break down into set two, you you know the very first question that's going to be asked will be, cool, how's it going to break down? And when you don't, then don't answer it. It looks like you're hiding it from your player base because you're not saying, uh, let me look into that for you. You're not saying, you know, we'll get you an answer as we get closer. It's literally, we don't have information on that right now. Like, what, What's the point of having a communications team if they don't communicate the basic of information? Because that, that really is the basic of information, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, they should have that information. I'm not saying that it's right. like how it should be. I, I just think I, I imagine that. And then sometimes though they'll just get on and talk about random crap on on the forums or on event yeah. server, and you know that they didn't like. Someone's like, hey, uh, you know, you're on the event server, and they're like, hey, you know, tell us about the next thing, and you know, they didn't like just real quick email like seven different people and say hey can i tell him this can i tell him this can i tell him this can right. i tell him this like and they all have to say respond yes and then he types it in he's like <laughs> oh man that was a really fast turnaround it only took me like 39 seconds like you know that didn't happen he just answered off the cuff like there there are some right. some things in it, like some other things their communications are allowed to be uh you know streamlined and fast and i i wish we had more of that at least you know Give us the information I, that you're allowed to. I I mean, that's fair. I just wish the basic information. Like, I'm not, I don't even care about some of the complex stuff. Like, the very basic of information, if you can't predict that we're going to ask, how does this set break down? Like, they won't even tell us. And this is what bugs me, is they won't even tell us if we want to manually or break down the materials beforehand or automatically break them down. Like, we're two days away. The question has been asked more times than you can count on the forums because people are worried that they're not going to get the breakdown because they haven't told us how it breaks down. And they just won't even tell us, manually do it or we'll do it for you. Like, how... I, I'm sorry, man. If I... In my job right now, if I have a client call me and ask me a question... 15 times over the span of two weeks and I don't give them an answer it's it's literally legal malpractice that I'm not communicating with my client but they're asking us to spend a ton of money and can't answer the basicest questions <laughs> like that's I just I mean I don't sometimes they do stuff and I'm just like how how is this your business model I I don't get it and yet they make so much money. Uh, my guess is that on some level, like they're like, well, yeah, communication seems like it would be really important to us. And, but, but the money hasn't shown that if we communicate or we don't, that we'll actually make less money. Like that it doesn't. It, my guess is that that's what their numbers show. Uh, like irritating to us. Yes, absolutely. Not doesn't feel okay. I think that they're just like, you know what, when we do communicate, because they have gone through periods of pretty good communication and letting us know what's going on, uh, you know, just brief spurts, but they have. Uh, my guess is that they they collected data on that and they were like, you know what, this doesn't seem to be doing anything and it's just making us work harder for no impact, for no bottom line impact. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make your player base feel good um and oh, i don't right. you know how long how long do you want to keep that up of intentionally not making the the people that are literally paying your salary not be happy or feel good um because <laughs> <laughs> all all you're doing at this point is just feeding wild conspiracy theories about about all of it you know, like totally. people are con legitimately convinced that the data crons won't break down into anything right now. Um, 
because they won't tell us. So clearly, clearly they're not going to break down into anything because if they were going to, they would tell us. And instead they've changed their minds because they refused to talk about it in the past three months. And I get, I get why that's a legit theory because they refuse to talk about it for the past three months. <laughs> like just give a crumb, literally, literally crumb, give a crumb. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't... you're right. God, it's it's so stupid. It's it's just so stupid. I like Prime's question in chat. But where do I get reroll mats? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's too complicated. Please restrict my resources more. <laughs> oh man, yeah, God. I, I'm ready to, for them to give us more gear. I, honestly, I'm pretty sick of spending all my shard shop currency on, you know, datacrons. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Uh, uh, so, hold on. They, they don't have the packs for set four yet, do they? Like the gamble they do packs not. yet. They do not. Which is surprising to me. I, well, because they can make more money by selling the end of set three first. Because, <laughs> like I said, you know people are going to spend the $40 on that pack just to get the um the data cache in the pack because you can get up to seven million in the pack it's like a three percent chance but you you can get it in theory um Gosh. and then and then once conquest ends then they'll sell the pack for this set um which I actually so uh, that sounded like me criticizing. I actually don't mind that. That that's not a bit bad business technique. It makes a lot of sense that when you can't farm the last set, that's the best time to sell the pack for it because there's no other way to get it. Well, yeah, I, that's not me being anti CG like I was five minutes ago. That was just <laughs> Stark for the sake of Stark. There, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I, I'm legitimately surprised that we don't have the packs for the data cache. Like, we didn't have them all last set. That surprised the hell out of me, because I wouldn't think that that would be the easiest way to just make a quick quick 10 bucks. Put that pack in for $9.99. Somebody buys it so that they can get the next level that they were hoping for. Oh, yeah, that, I used it. I used it a few times, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I was legitimately surprised by that one, but maybe it comes this time. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, they they both want us to engage with the content, but at the same time, they're slowing down our engagement mm. with the content. So true. Um, I do. I am curious to see how many of the packs come out because there are the people that reroll the data crumbs like thirty times, you know, to get the perfect stats. I wonder when we see those packs because you know those are the packs that are going to lead to the people in the top 100 with the 100% dodge. That's that's how they're going to get it. Reroll until you get the dodge. Uh, all those are the people you and I are going to face. Right. Yes. I faced three of them this season. They had at least five Datacrons with 30 plus rerolls. <laughs> that's Oh, so many. <laughs> like 30 plus rerolls on each? On yeah, on each one. 
it, it, it boggles the mind to think that's how many rerolls. Like, I, I mean, I faced a guy, one of my, my first opponent this week had a Datacron from set one that was uh, 750% health steal. Yeah. Like, I'd seen some in the upper 400s, and I was like, that must be, like, 500 must be about where, you know, like, the max. And apparently I was just way off. I didn't yeah, I, no. I barely got any health steal at all that first set, actually. Oh. So my Ray has 530% health steal on her. Oh okay. had, well for the next two days have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for any practical purposes though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm gonna have to take Ray out of Arena. She was uh she was killing it for me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, she, for now, she'll be back. She will. She will. We'll get Swolo. We'll get some kind of Datacron that applies to her. It's going to be interesting to see, actually, how they maneuver it to keep all, all the GLs, like, on a semi-perpetual basis of having a decent Datacron. Right. Uh, well, you know, that's probably why they haven't done Supreme Leader Kylo yet, because he'll, he'll get the next one. They need to keep... At least one GL in each in each cycle. Oh gosh, just just do all the unaligned force users. Do that, <laughs> and and then suddenly Ray has an awesome one. Swallow has the same awesome one. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> uh, oh dear lord, then we have to start picking and choose. But then we'll have a new Star Killer team because then Star Killer can have his own, and then EP Mara can go and kill things on their own with with the. I mean that Empire yeah that's. One. That's what's happening in TW now. Uh, I haven't seen EP Mara in TW or with Star Killer in ages. Oh well, that's fun. Oh. I I don't know anything about Territory Wars. <laughs> so it's all that. I mean, that's already starting. Um, not it just hasn't made its way to GAC yet. Except for actually, I mean, I haven't used Star Killer with EP Mara and three v three and. A very long time. Um, that might change though now because Darth Vader, Darth Vader is doesn't need Star Killer anymore. Um, Hold on, Darth Vader doesn't need Star Killer anymore. Yeah, because I was I was using Darth Vader Star Killer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. plus one. Um, because EP Mara was hard enough. It was EP Mara BSF. That was a hard enough team to beat. But now. Now that Darth Vader has much bigger things to do, I, I don't know how I'm gonna split split that team up. If I'm gonna split that team up. Split Star Killer with Lord Vader. He he likes dark side online force users. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a what a waste. That I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. I know Lord Vader's like, all right, I got Royal Guard and I got Star Killer. All right. <laughs> I got my little minions uh. here. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh man, it's god this set. This set. And I really do wonder how much materials we're gonna get on Thursday. Like I kind of feel like we're gonna need to farm the sector one node just indefinitely because to use all the resources we're gonna get back. Well, sector uh, one is is the one I have by far the least investment in. Or sector, I'm sorry, um, you know, set one. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And even with the least investment in that set, I calculated like how much in theory I can get back. And it's if they keep the the dismantle rate the same as the manual dismantle rate, I I'm gonna start with like fifteen level threes from all the materials we're getting back. Nice. And so that's you need to get the fifteen datacrons for that though. <sighs> Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, what? How many level nines do you have in set one? Uh, three or four. Hold on, I can tell you fairly quickly because I, I, at the start of every round, I've run, you know, the datacron reports. Um, okay. So let's see. Set one was my least amount of datacrons. I had four. I had four level nines. Yeah, you four probably level had... nines. Yeah, like Ayla plus Ray and Kenobi and Inquisition. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I had four level nines, one level six, and then a bunch of level threes. Right on. Yeah, I only have three level nines. And then I have a level six, yeah. which would have been it was Inquisition. I just didn't ever I would never manage to get it up to nine. Yeah. Inquisition's um, done. Then when we get to set two and that dismantles, I have what three, six, <laughs> six yeah. level nines, and then one, two, three, four over level six, like six or higher. <laughs> so oh, yeah. set set two is going to get a little silly when we get those materials back. Yeah, I I still have um, a bunch of yeah. Well, they should give us a bonus too. If the if they're the turn meter ones. Just... <laughs> Just because I'd break uh, more. <laughs> uh, yeah. It must have street value somewhere. That's and so that's gonna be the most interesting part about this set is this set is ridiculous. And if I had to guess, we're gonna get two sets worth of datacrons breaking down into this set. Cause set two will dismantle mm -hmm. when set four is still alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well this this set we're gonna have too many crons almost. I, I don't know. I I'll be we very are. interested yeah. to see how all this goes. Like the the data cache, as as you said, and I I was complaining about it a long time before you were. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, I I was just out of data data cache a lot. And if they're if they're not letting us farm it that much, it's it's gonna be an issue. Um. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred and fifty k on each drop. <laughs> It'll take. Somebody did the math. It'll take you a hundred battles farming that node to get a level nine, like to get enough data cash for a level nine. A hundred? A hundred battles. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's like taking what, like the average number or that's not, uh, that's not saying for that, 150 Yeah, that was, that's taking the average number. Okay. So it's, it's taking 75K, which is probably accurate because I've hit that node four times and I got the 150k once and I got 50k the other times. So data cache in sector five is limited to 150 as well? No, there is no cache after sector two. Oh, there's just no cache period. No cache period after sector two. What the hell, man? Yeah. What the damn in sector hell? two, the sector two, the most you can get is 90k. So sector one, okay, well, that'll be fun. Yeah, That's a joy. Yeah. 
Thanks, Pre CG. <laughs> Pretty much. And here we go. Look at this. Gom with a raid. Welcome. Welcome, Gom and the Omnom Noms. Good to see you guys. What's up, um, guys? I hope I won the the prize. <laughs> the, the, the big prize, Gom. Um, he always does a uh, giveaway on, on his every yeah. Monday. I hope I got it because I'm uh, spending less money on this game. I have to rein it in. <laughs> Zareth by himself spent the nine million last month. <laughs> that was me. Just you. I know. <laughs> Just you. Nobody else spent a penny. <laughs> yep. You'd think. And all I got for it was uh, top 100. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And I still don't have er, 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 year 13. So I don't know what I've been doing. Just been re-rolling yeah. things just to re-roll them. <laughs> not, not for anything good. Just, eh, let's re-roll it and see what it does. <laughs> right. I keep hoping that you'll check my GG and see that one of my things has like <laughs> 900 re-rolls on just one data yeah. card. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we've talked about data crons a lot. There's probably still a whole lot more we could talk about. Uh, I think, though, maybe we should shift to profundity because... It's out, and we should talk about how it's doing. That's what its impact is going to be. It is. Yeah. All right. Um, so Profundity's out. It kills Executor dead. Quite easy. I even I had an arena battle today with, like, the worst RNG you can imagine. No assists, no crits, no nothing. And I still, still killed the Executor. I, it just took a third reinforcement. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, knowing that, I mean, I I have broadcast from the ceiling that I am going to cheese fleets and never have to worry about fleets again. Um, what are you planning on doing? You usually like a heavier defense than I do. I don't know. So, like, traditionally, before Executor stuff really settled, um, yeah, I, I always... I was trying to keep two good teams on deep, two good fleets on defense. Um, and then I had a pretty flexible fleet offense. So that, I mean, if I failed one, I usually have a good backup and then I could beat any combination of fleets. Right. And that all, it didn't always happen. Like sometimes you just get, I mean, you had it happen to you at least one time uh, this, this season, I think maybe twice even uh, where it's just like, if you don't get the right fleet RNG, you, you needn't have shown up. Like you, you much, just like, yeah. you know, yep. where sometimes you just can't kill Zen or can't kill IG 88 or IG 2000, whatever. Like you, you just can't kill him and then you're dead and yeah. then you can't clear. But otherwise, other barring that, like I've, I've had a pretty good flexible fleet situation, but I always, I always did have one bad ship in there. Like I always yeah. had Radis. Radis gets holds anyway sometimes uh, like more more than my chimera does at this point <laughs> ironically but i guess the biggest thing for me is um yeah just i, I don't know what to like i think profundity is probably going to go on offense for me I, i'm not sure but if i can consistently get high banners killing executor then i guess i will my biggest question mark, like the thing that is scaring me is I've had a lot of people ask me, how do you beat Executor or how do, how do you beat Profundity with Executor? And 
I don't have a single other profundity on my ship shard, and I don't know how to <laughs> test it. Neither, neither do I. But I can tell you, my ship shard is still dropping me without asking. Like when Executor came out, I was asked for four months to change my fleet so that other people could take first profundity. The first day, I dropped down to twelve. And there's only 15 active people in my shard. Like, I'm, that's not even a joke. Currently sitting at 15 is a guy that hasn't been in a guild and hasn't stepped in the game in over 30 days. So my shard is not that active. And I dropped to 12 on the first day. Um, so, and they all have told me that it's kind of kind of easy to do with just the standard, the standard lineup. You just... You mark Outrider, and you kill him, and you win. Like that's that's what I've heard. I I can't practice it, so I could just be making stuff up. But um, you know, yeah, you, you mark Outrider, you don't kill Falcon. I guess Falcon probably wiggles, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Outrider, Outrider is the the scary thing. Um. Oh, C Prime is saying kill MILF and win. So basically <laughs> kill a ship and you win. <laughs> that's that's how. I'm I'm hearing what I'm hearing is enter ships, press auto, go get a drink. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hearing as well. Um like Strategy. So with that with that, it's like if if profundity kills exec for close to max banners most times and um exec kills the profundity for high banners most times like that just sounds like a no-brainer to me because you know people are going to put the quote-unquote fu defense down of profundity and executor like if you can just counter both of them for high banners and then they have to kill your your hardships like I'm, I'm okay with that because they're gonna have to kill my empire, uh, without without a GL ship. And you know, even when you get good runs against an empire fleet, uh, with like negotiator or something, the best ones are still like sixty nine banners. There, right. there, it's not, it's not you know perfect banners. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see. Uh, I think for me, I will. I I may end up cheesing fleets as well, depending on executive versus profundity. That's I have to see yeah. though. I have to see how reliable it was because, frankly, like at once people started running different lineups for executor, the the mirror match really wasn't working out of like yes, there was a way to be efficient for the most part right. and, and everything. Like I, you know, we all figured that out. That was solved. But my guess is the profundity mirror match is not as pretty I, I have no idea but well um, uh, <laughs> i've also been told that that is stupid easy as well <laughs> oh is it okay yeah that's because the ai doesn't play it right that's that's the problem uh milf wiggles and rather than you know doing a base basic attack which is what you always want the the falcon to do and they they don't they don't uh basic attack i ran I ran my profundity on auto against an executor just to see how it did, and I won. But I won with just the two Phoenix ships sitting in the red. And that was on auto. 
no no like assisted targeting or anything so and it's because you know the falcon wiggled and then it did its aoe and the ship healed at a weird time so it's i wonder if cg is going to change the ai because it's executor beats profundity on offense because of the ai so i wonder if they change it Hmm. yeah i don't know i mean in some ways i I have a feeling that they wrote profundity the way they did just to make sure the executor like the way they've been saying at least it sounds like that's what their intent is right and i am i am quite frankly more than okay with how it is right now (laughs) because Profundity beats Executor, and if Executor beats Profundity, and they're both considered, you know, quote unquote, GL ships, and they beat each other, I'm I'm more than okay with that. I guess. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel yet, but um, I may end up pushing the hard button if there's a good counter to Profundity, like an off-meta counter that ends up being like seventy-five percent. You know, I may end up doing that because I hate life. But um, (laughs) so one thing I thought was interesting, which I don't know if it's going to actually matter that much, but for lazy people in ships, at least, I think maybe it will matter once we get to profundity or once we get more widespread unlocking of profundity is um, the only difference between your ad rad and mine right now. I'm looking here on SWGH.GG. You have all 60 mods. I have all 60 mods. Obviously, we're Relic 9. Um, Only difference is I have the Omicron and you don't, and I am one speed faster than you on yeah. my ship. Yep, and I am, from what I understand, it doesn't matter in a mirror. I am going to add the Omicron because I like it for 3v3. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, because because of the MILF wiggling, it just it doesn't matter. <laughs> the AI just plays it so completely wrong that it just, that one speed won't matter. Oh, that, that's fine. I mean, if that's if that's the case, it, it mattered a lot for Executor. Well, sorry, it, it mattered. It mattered for the triple attacker build, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we might see different lineups pop up, but for right now, for right now, we haven't seen it pop up. And so, who knows what happens in the next week and a half? Who are you running for reinforcements? Not that you really need them or for profundity against executor, uh, but who are you running for? So it's the Mil- two Phoenix. Yeah, the two Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. Falcon, Y Wing, and Outrider, and then the two Phoenix. And that's it. Uh yes. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm doing too. I was just curious. So like I said, today the arena battle I had, I would have lost if I didn't have two other reinforcements in there. I had I had Biggs and Cassian in there just because it's Arena. You might as well. And I legitimately would have lost because I got zero assists. Like, I mean, I didn't get a single assist. And then dodges happened and they killed my Falcon. And it was this huge, huge cluster. And then I still won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've Uh, I've had it where they've killed my Falcon before. And I still won. That's that's pretty sad. You just you get to ultimate, and then they can't kill you. Like that's how it works. And then you, yeah, that's that's your right. That's your God given right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I like that you get a double ult. Actually, 
Like because yeah. because Outrider gives it to you too, and he it's does. actually it's it also gives you a little feedback on if your alt is coming because sometimes you hit the yeah. alt and you don't realize it. Like I think last night, not that it mattered, but it was like, oh man, I, I'm close to being able to get the alt. Did I did I get enough crits? I couldn't follow it. I don't know. And then Outrider went and it had its alt. I was like, oh, we're good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I have to say. The other, I, I love the ult is actually really fun for me because the other ones are so <laughs> epic and destructive, you know, like Radis destroying another <laughs> yep. capital ship, like boom, it's gone. Executor has the Death Star, it's dramatic and yeah. awesome. And this one is just like, it doesn't feel like you blew up the enemy ship because you didn't, you just like <laughs> let them by the nose, drove away. Like, yep, <laughs> and the fighters yeah. are like, What the hell, man? What <laughs> you just abandoned the Emperor here? What, what'd you just do? What just happened? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and, and now they every single new capital ship, which obviously they don't add them at high rates, but they're gonna have to change the profundity uh, ultimate for every new capital ship they add because <laughs> they have to they have to have the animation of him chasing. They yeah, they need to add it. Yep, because you need to be able to see the back of the ship. <laughs> It's important, apparently. <laughs> right. I don't know. It might not be. But yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I overall grade on profundity, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I think it's I think it is exactly what I wanted. So I'm I'd give it an A. Okay. Yeah. There's um because it, it kills the other GL ship for high banners. Like what what more what more could you ask for? And then um it kills or it gets killed by executor, which means we don't have to worry about an off meta counter to profundity. So true. Yeah, very true. Um yeah, we'll have to see. So I, one thing I was thinking about was uh, like what we currently have is um, uh, we, we have three Mon Calamari Star Cruisers and <laughs> what I, I think we have like four different um, yeah, is it four different Star Destroyers? Like we have the I know that it's called something else. Is it a Venator? Uh, whatever. It's a Venator class. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's still... Yeah, it's still a Star Destroyer, I guess. It, it just... It's, it's really interesting to me that, like, we barely have any other ships other than Star Destroyers, and... Yeah, it's like, we just have Star Destroyers. And calamari star cruisers. That's that's what we have. And then malevolence is like, hey, breath of fresh air. And then it's just the same thing again for everything else. <laughs> I feel like yeah. we're, I'm missing like one other ship, but other, otherwise, oh, yeah. I guess we have, so we have the negotiator, which is the same thing as the the endurance. Like they, that's the venator as well. But they're they're like the predecessors to star destroyers. Oh, and, and then yeah. we have the finalizer, which is another star destroyer. I'm looking here now. The only thing that's any different, other than like. We have the Mon Calamari Star Cruisers and we have the pointy ships with the bridges on the top of there, like at the exact same position. <laughs> and then we have Malevolence. That's all we have. Like there's there's no no difference in any of them otherwise. 
Yeah. And it's funny because I started playing uh, Star Wars Empire at War again this weekend, which is a fantastic game. Um, but you have so many different ship options to build, and we don't see them in-game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there certainly, like, Star Destroyers did dominate the Empire era, and that that's, you know... And then they wanted to show, like, that the clones... Like, I think it's cool to see, like, the old Venators, like, slowly, like, you know, slowly turning into Star Destroyers, kind of, becoming Star Destroyers. It's just... <laughs> yeah, you, it'd be nice to see something different. But, right. Though all the ships do feel different, I guess. Like, once you look at the mechanics, that that's what really matters, really. But... Right, yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting uh, to me is now our the ults have, have changed so much now. Like now it's just you kill each other's ships, capital ships. <laughs> like like it's negotiator right. gets his yeah. sometimes, and I'm like, I don't want to push that but I don't care about the ults. Well, like I'll just do something else. <laughs> so the funny thing about the negotiator ult, um, because it, it's so not important, is in the stupid profundity event which is stupid and awful. Um, I kept getting dazed and I was like, how am I getting dazed? And then I realized that the negotiator ult dazes you when the thermals go off. <laughs> I can honestly say I've never noticed that in the two and a half years of playing this game or with, with the negotiator in the game, I've never noticed that you get dazed after the ult, but that there it is. Apparently you get dazed by the ult. From negotiator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, after the the bombs blow up, yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, stupid, stupid negotiator alt or alt. <laughs> yeah, I like that no. they just like the the negotiator is so clearly better, like because it has all these supporting capital ships. Mace is like, um, where's mine? They're like, we didn't have enough money for you. <laughs> Poor old base man. Yeah. Um poor old mace indeed. Gosh, I just put my Lord Vader team into arena against a Kenobi squad with the good Datacron and hit auto. Clicked off of the auto target thing so that it would, you know choose its own targets and i look back <laughs> and lord vader on his own had put like 28 dots on like the whole team and they were they all just exploded and all my other guys were dead but geez just on auto with that new prom man it's crazy <laughs> that is, yeah that's <laughs> oh man that is um it is Anyways, um, anyways, what do you want to do? Talk about our weeks. Talk about yeah, uh, we questions. should probably. Well, we should probably talk about our weeks real quick. I mean, we've been going for an hour and a half. Um, so yeah. Sarah, how did your how did your three or five v five season end up? Oh, let's see. I think I ended up seven and two, and um, that yeah, was good. Like the one time. Besides this week, the one time I lost was when I was on a business trip and I just, you know, 
margaritas, et cetera. We've over discussed that, but um, otherwise, yeah, this week, you know, like right outside top 50, you know, t- deep within what top 100 and uh, faced Salou the mediocre, the first match. He, um, he had some struggles clearing me. He ended up not clearing my ships and then I ended up clearing everything of his, but it was so ugly. I ended up relying on like a, a new separatist like leftovers team to be able to clear a, a sortie squad. Like I, I used seven squads to clear sortie at the end. And the it, it took until six squads in before I killed a single droid on that team. <laughs> so oh. um very ugly, very, very ugly win, but I got the win. The next one um was against a guy from Cop Patrol and I just I placed a team that I shouldn't have because I didn't realize that that nice sister initiate could kill Supreme or Sith Eternal for like max banners. Ridiculous, man. So stupid. Uh I didn't realize I didn't even know that happened. Like that's that's what you get for sitting out on the top end territory wars, I guess. Uh you miss out on things like that. So <laughs> so I didn't realize he could do that. So I placed one too many GLs and he had no problems getting getting through it. And then I had trouble getting through his teams and once it was mathematically impossible for me to win, I just tried a bunch of things that I've been wanting to try. Like, I mean, it was cool. I, I got to use uh, Mon Mothma, for instance, against Starkiller from start to finish. Got a 65. Mon- Starkiller didn't get a single turn. It's just you have to get that 40% uh, turn meter proc from Hoth Rebel Scout to make it work. Um, you know, so I tried a bunch of cool stuff. It was fun. Um, but yeah. Hor- horrific score wise though for sure uh, you know loss that he, he had a way bigger account he's really good player tough to beat and then uh the final one was against nority from i think also from cow patrol if i remember correctly yep. and um he's yeah he has the same size account i think it's the 70th something at the biggest account in the game he's he's got crazy datacrons crazy everything um and he plays full efficiency. He, play, he keeps all six GLs. He ended up getting an 1820 on me, but some something broke in my mind, and I managed to get a, an 1831 against him, which is the highest score I'm ever likely to get in my whole life on, <laughs> on any of my accounts. Yeah. So um, I feel fortunate. Like, yeah, I, I used a bunch of just weird teams too. I used like Night Sisters to kill CLS, which is fun, <laughs> etc. Um, so yeah, got the ended up at two and one. I'm I'm at exactly forty three hundred skill rating, which is <laughs> fun too, I guess. Uh, but that's that's about it. What about you, Solo? How was your how was your season thirty? Is this season thirty one? Dear Lord, it is. There was. Um... Uh, it's, you know, I, it, I ended up two and one, uh, we kind of alluded to why, um, <laughs> earlier in that I, my, my one loss was against a good guy. I mean, he, he's on the Gambit server. He talks on the Gambit server. Um, and I know he watches our stuff and I had, I, I did, I was cruising on my ground attacks and then went up against the executor. Um, I was this was before profundity came out. So I was so used to wiggling with the Falcon just by nature over the past four years that I wiggled with the Falcon and then I couldn't clear. 
executor because Houndstooth's uh, turn meter overflow goes over uh, the Falcons when you wiggle and I lost because I couldn't clear the goddamn ships because that's how they make executor. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah. it's so stupid. But then, so level, you know, level three, good lord. Um, round two, I went up against a guildmate at the time. Um, you know, my my it was Gambit Fight Night. My only loss was in fleets because, of course, it was fleets because Executor was there. Um, of course. But, but my defense, my defense did exactly what it did the last one and got, a, what, three losses? They lost three times to my defense. And so I won easy. And then I finished it up against Pariah. Um, he's... Former guildmate, he's actually a very good player. He used to be up in the top eight for a while until he took kind of a break this summer. Um, and he, so he waited for my stream to start, and then he started attacking alongside with me. Like he, he didn't join the stream, but because he couldn't, but he was there, you know, basically doing attack for attack with me, which was honest. It's so much fun when you can do that. Like it, it makes it so much better. Yeah. Um, and his, I thought I lost. His Mon Mothma team destroyed my Iodin, and then it beat my Jawas. <laughs> and so then I had to clean it up. And then, um, so his final ground attack was against my Inquisitors, and he lost three times to that. And so it was tied up, or not tied up. It was going into fleets. He needed to average. 72 on all three fleets and then he got a 61 on my malevolence and that that sealed that sealed the deal he actually did he get 72 no he got a 70 on my executor um and then he got so i was like oh god now he just needs to average 73 and it's against malevolence and radis like he should be able to average 73 on those two because he had I'm assuming he used Rebels on the Executor, so he had his Negotiator and Empire on offense. Like, I don't know what happened on the Malevolence, and but he got a 61, and that, that sealed the deal, and it sealed the winning season, and, you know, I was happy to see the season the season die. Um, it'll, it'll be a good it'll be a good off week this week. Yeah, it should be a good off week. Um, it's always a nice off week. Three v three is adds its own series of stress. Like I'm, I ended up, I'll, I'll either be like in the top fifty just barely, or just right outside it, and that's exactly where I started my other three v three seasons. Yeah. And um, I mean, I I acquitted myself well it in my second one until I went on vacation. Um, so hopefully I can do okay now this time, but. Yeah, that's um, it's a whole thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So. Uh. All right. Uh. So that brings us into podcast questions. All right. First one is a fun one. Um. So, Sarah, do you like olives? <laughs> um. It's very game related. 
Uh, no, I actually don't uh, like olives. Unless you're talking about the player, in which case I still don't. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't like olives at all. They're a food I can <laughs> if I have to eat a limited number of them for politeness. Yeah. I'll do it. What about you? Uh, I also do not like olives, the food, but the the player, the player I do. I'm not, not even going to joke, Olives, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, no, the, the food, that's a big no. Now, now he likes you better than he <laughs> likes me, damn it all. <laughs> Score, <This> is, success. <laughs> this is how you lose fans. <laughs> uh, what is that What is that book, Making Friends and Influencing People? Um, nice. Uh, all right, so... The next question is, so who's Solo's new favorite guildmate, and why is it Isaida? Can you guess who asked that question? <laughs> I, I can, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Zeta is my favorite Canadian guildmate. How's that go? We'll, we'll, we'll go with that, Zeta. Um, Too bad. All right, no, now, now for the serious questions of uh, since, oh, well, actually, we talked about that one about what we're going to do with fleets. Mm -hmm. um, so the next one, surprising, it's about Datacrons. Mm. What combinations of level 3, 6, and 9 Datacrons would be the best for Vader um, to either solo or duo some stuff? Uh, we talked about that some too. I mean, level 3 yeah. is largely, like, I, I'll just give them the self-correcting one where if you miss then next time you won't miss as easily though so, actually evasion down and evasion and accuracy up buffs and debuffs don't really do that much that's like combined 40 percent is all it does yeah um yeah. but yeah so like level three level six is obviously the level six is like all you need almost at least for vader <laughs> the, the various vaders Pretty much, yeah. Um, the, the level six cooldown reduction is that's all you need in life. I do like on level three they have um, if you crit hit enemies more than four times during your turn, you start stacking five percent crit damage. Which, if you're got the cooldown reductions, you're doing constant AOEs with Darth Vader, and so I mean. Why not stack some crit damage on him for when you throw the culling blade with the 60 dots on the board and you're going to kill him anyway? Um, but if you're against the GL, sometimes an extra little 5 or 10% crit damage, you know, that might be the deciding factor. So, uh, and then the level 9 is, is probably, you can go with either, but probably the if you die, you don't die and you get a bonus turn because why not make sure you keep darth vader alive that just that just makes sense yeah i i guess i like i like the the other one in theory more i i get it. i think i was underestimating the impact of the level three or the level six on darth vader but um i i like the i like both of them for darth vader frankly yeah i just in all my testing they never take max health damage like if you have the level level six cooldown reduction, they never take a turn. So increasing their max health damage is doesn't do as much. 
because they never take max health damage. Right. Um, but I, I truly, the level six is all you need. Vader takes a turn, and then they stop taking. Like, they don't take turns. That's that's how that run works. Um, yeah. It's, it's silly. Um, speaking of Vader, uh, or speaking of Datacrons, I should say, uh, in Empire ones, do you see TIE Fighter Pilot with his bonus turn soloing anything in mid to high chromium? Mid to high chromium. Uh, so it's implied that you have a relic seven type pilot. Well, I think I think you'll have to have the relic seven. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that it. So yeah, sure. Uh, you're in chromium, sure. Right, but is I mean, is it worth making Tie Fighter pilot relic seven in chromium? Like, I'm. Uh, I mean, if know. he's already five to. If he's already at five, maybe. Honestly, like, it yeah. gives you a new team. Like, he's not the center of any team at, at any level. Right. Until until ever, until he gets his Datacron. And now, I don't know. Yeah, so he gets bonus turns. He gets a lot of hits. I, I mean, sure, he'll he'll solo some stuff for you. The, unless he dies. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, right. you got to be discerning, I guess. I, I don't know what to say though, really. Like, yeah, I think he's gonna get a lot of turns and be really obnoxious, actually, in three v three at least. Five v five, maybe still then. I, I don't know. He doesn't have health steal. It's not like he's just gonna be crazy, ridiculously survivable. Just get a couple hits in in right. between he, his big hits. Call it good. He is the definition of a glass cannon. Like he's one of the first glass cannons ever in this game. Um so I don't know. Because what is it? It's uh, whenever they take a turn, he takes a bonus turn, but that means that they're taking a turn. Right. Like that's, you know, they're going to take a turn every time. So I, I can see an R7 TIE fighter pilot, though, like, because in Chromium, you're still facing gear 10 characters at times. Oh, yeah. Like, even lower than that. Yeah. It's, uh, right. So yeah, for it's... those teams, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly. That's why I'm like, you're in Chromium. Like, Will it will right. it do that? Will it solo teams in Kyber One? I don't. I, I'm pretty sure not. And if you can, you could probably use a lot less risky of a team to destroy that team, anyways. Chromium, right. you kind of like you're like, man, I don't have enough teams. So yeah, like I could see that be worth <laughs> being worthwhile, especially if you don't have a lot of relic seven. Like if you already have a lot of seven relic mats just sitting around for whatever right. reason, I, I could see it maybe yeah. being worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. I've. I mean, if if it's if he's already at five and it's only two, then hey, it's four months that you can use it in Chromium, so it's probably not a bad idea. Um, oh. All right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this one comes from a Reddit post. Um, it is specifically for Zareth of. Uh, do you think the smugness of your new thumbnail artwork is impacting your views? So, for those of you that don't know, Zareth has changed his thumbnails, which actually look a lot better, but you're doing... Sometimes <laughs> the faces you make are quite entertaining. Um, oh, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> is it actually working, I guess, is this question. 
I don't know. I, I was certainly getting a lot more clicks um, initially, for sure. Like a, a lot, lot more clicks, a lot more engagement. Um, and, and now it's like, I, I don't know, that maybe it's impacting me, maybe not. I know that, you know, I actually went to that post after I saw the, the comment and, um, you know, that, that comment got a lot of view or got a lot of upvotes actually. I, so it's, it's an interesting thing. Like yeah. I've been considering taking, the thing is it, it does elicit an emotional response, which gets clicks. Like that's, that's the idea of putting a human face on there. So I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's, I don't think it's negatively impacting me too much. Or I, maybe, maybe I could stand to tone it down a little bit. I don't know. I'll have to think about it some, but uh, uh -huh. end of the day. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they are more interesting than um, the old ones. Or it's just like, you know, your logo and then GAC whatever and the title. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we, we can... It's always always trying to improve on stuff. I, I wouldn't claim that these thumbnails are the epitome of you know of everything. Right. It's not the very best thing ever. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm I'm sure I'm missing some clicks. Some people are probably turned off if they don't like. I think it's very interesting though. Like you say things like I, I'm try I've tried to like Zareth, but he's his thumbnails are too smug, so I don't like him. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, I, have, man, I have a, yeah. I have a lot of trouble like caring about whether that person likes me. You know, like, yeah, it, it's. I struggle to care about that. Like, if someone wants to be over the top, like, judgy, like that, I, I struggle. So, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Phil, Phil, right. yeah, Philip in chat says, "Do you people complain either way?" Well, that's and that's just the thing. You know, they'll complain. That's um, uh, there's something to complain about with everything, and like it was also on Reddit, the which tells you everything you need to know because Reddit turned on this game like four years ago. Um, oh yeah, they hate it, man. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So that's that's all the podcast questions. Oh, actually, wait. There's one in chat too. Uh, what do you envision? We kind of talked about this too. Beating a Lord Vader um, with the new with the new fancy level nine, level six goodness. I think for me, the answer is it's probably still going to be Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean probably like he just spams the aoe that's that's the worst part is it's just aoe spam and he, keep, he gets a lot of turns so it's, uh, it's pretty gross um right i uh the one thing i kind of like about him spamming the aoe is he gains more mastery when he uses the middle ability right. so if he never takes if he never uses the middle ability it'll slow down his ultimate a little a little. I'm not saying it's, you know, right. the make or break, but I certainly am not going to complain about it. I, I think the, the thing that will be the toughest with Supreme Leader Kylo when that happens, like you, you're going to have to time your alt so that you don't get ability blocked because otherwise 
He just right. spams it during his leader or during his ult if he's still alive, which he will. Um, and then yeah. and then it's just three turns of ability block where you can't shake it. Right, right. Which you know that could be pretty destructive for Kylo. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll just use Lord Vader to spam. We'll just time out on Lord Vader. Like we'll just. What is ability spam ability or whatever AOE spam each other with Lord Vader? I I don't know what beats it. Like I, I've watched it now. I've just climbed three times in arena, just just hitting auto against Kenobi, and they yeah. always kill his ads right away. And then Lord Vader just holds on, and he just like keeps going. He's just like ability block or, or you know AOE AOE AOE, and eventually Cat's like I can't take it anymore and dies. And, <laughs> Yeah, um, and in uh, the uh, imp troopers, yeah, that'll work for one more month. But we don't have five v five this month, and so the turn meter crowns are dying at the end of the month before we go back to five v five. So they would, I mean, they would still work, but um, oh, four more territory wars for that, basically. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. I mean, I, I would imagine that you could two-shot it at the very least. Like, you, you find a way to kill right. all the ads. Um, and then troopers with, like, with with uh, shock T or something. Or, or turret yeah. are going to paint it up pretty good. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, that's So that's um all of the podcast questions now um yeah hey we we chugged through it all right uh let me so this friday is going to be the gambit roundtable we should probably talk to the gambit folks about that and remind them but this friday oh, is yeah. the gambit roundtable so get questions in because we're heading into 3v3 with set four get your questions in because we're, you know, that way we can talk about it. Yeah, and Fatal and Tass are there. They're both perpetual top 10 threats. Um, you know, they do really well in threes as well. Um, and then the rest of us are no no scrubs either. You know, top, top 50 is pretty consistent. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we should be able to. Yeah. Should be able to answer it, answer all your questions, every single one of them. They'll all be good and potentially drunken. You can answer them <laughs> drunkenly right. and potentially with some profanity. We'll see. Yeah. Only if TJ's not there. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, um. Uh. All right. So. I mean, with that, we're probably good to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, we could talk forever about all, all this stuff. I guess I guess the last question I'll I'll ask you is are you going to or, or not just you, but are are we going yeah. to get uh the Java requirements this week, do you think? I yeah, I, I think it's coming on Wednesday or Thursday. Um because last the last there was three weeks between between sets last time and it's generally like in the past three weeks so 
we're we're at that three week mark, so I think this week is the week. I think there was four weeks between the them last this time. I thought that was the case, but it doesn't matter. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I I, I don't know how many weeks it's been since we got our last requirements, anyways. And th- this week will be the third. Okay. Yeah. So this week or next week, we'll have to see. Um, yeah. So if we don't get the requirements, we probably will just have total radio silence from CG. Like we won't hear a single damn thing except for when something horrific goes on with the exchange with the with the set one disintegrating and us getting <laughs> mats. And well, then we'll, we'll get yeah, like I mean, a bug yeah. report from them. They'll be like, right. Known right. issues. We're looking into it. That's the one thing we didn't talk about was how everybody's mod inventory disappeared for a couple days last week. Um, Yeah. And then they fixed it. And then the people who were affected got, oh, some of the people who got affected got thousands of crystals. And some of the people who were affected didn't. Like Sarah didn't. I I checked. I looked on, I I logged into her account from, from my phone and no mods. And CG won't give her her crystals. It all depends on who you get at EA support. Because it's actually not CG that does that. It's EA support. And it's just whoever whoever there hits the button. That's that's if you get lucky or not. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They were like, they were like, sorry, only people who are affected get this. And she's like, I was affected. They're like, sorry, only people who are affected get this. It was really, yeah. it was like the best, best customer support I ever saw. I was, <laughs> I was wowed yeah. by it. Yeah. Um, all right, then. <laughs> there it is. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, we can call it good now. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for joining. Um, we will... Let's see, we have the Gambit Fight Night on Friday. I know I'm going to be streaming tomorrow night before the GAC Lab guys to go over Datacrons. Um, Zareth, are you planning on doing anything in the off week? I'll probably do something one of the days. If I was going to stream, it's probably either Wednesday or Sunday, I would guess. Um, Nothing finalized yet, though. There's a lot of personal life stuff going on as well. Nothing bad, just... uh, things that may require my attention on those particular days, especially since my wife knows I have a week off of GAC. Ah, that's that's the dangerous thing <laughs> right there. Yeah. Once the wife knows. Um well, yeah, well, and I'll tell you I'll tell you what though too. Um there there's also just the the whole idea of there are like a million billion shows that are happening right now and I'm trying to keep yeah. up on those as well. So yeah like all the good shows yeah i i get that 100 percent um yeah it's, it's rough man life is hard there's too much good <laughs> good entertainment out there yeah right it's mm. then six months ago we we're like hey there's not enough <laughs> well it's all at once it's crazy I don't, I don't know why they chose to do it this way but yeah that's right. fine knows? all right it's- That being said, guys, thanks for watching. Don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks.